Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Fourth Estate Drive Time Podcast. This is Marty Duran coming to you live. I-40 westbound headed to Nashville, Tennessee, September 28th, 2016 in the year of our Lord. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for being with me. It's been a hectic few weeks, uh, part of which is the app doesn't operate right on my new phone. And I lost my old phone for a number of days, weeks, almost months. But thanks for hanging in there, and I hope that this new uh, podcast, this new episode, shows up in your feed, and we're able to reconnect again. In case you've missed it, former Israeli Prime Minister Shimon Peres has died. I think I'm saying his name right. Um, at the age of 93 known for being a hawk in his early years. He was more dovish in his latter years and spent a lot of time trying to uh, broker peace between the Israelis and the Palestinians, which, uh, as you know, is a much easier process said than done. Shimon Perez died uh, dead at 93 years old. I did not watch the presidential debate the other night. Those of you who are friends of mine on Facebook probably realized that, so I didn't watch the debate, and I haven't seen Titanic, so I am still winning, and winning in a big way. Interesting responses uh, right along lines of support. People who previously supported Hillary Clinton believe Hillary Clinton won. People who previously supported Donald Trump believe Donald Trump won. And there are very, very few people who were in the middle uh, on the debates. However, one analysis I saw that I, that seemed fair based on what uh, comment, other comments that I read was that Trump won the first 30 minutes and Clinton won the last 60 minutes. That seemed to be a, uh, amongst those who weren't fanboys and fangirls, that seemed to be a common uh, analysis that Trump started well, uh, kind of stayed on track, uh, managed to get Clinton off her game a little bit, uh, and then about one-third of the way in, which is more or less 30 minutes, Clinton regained her footing and uh, was able to use her knowledge of policy and uh, whatever, fill in the blank, and, uh, and had the upper hand in the last two-thirds or roughly 60 minutes of the debate. One thing almost everyone agrees on is that Lester Holt is not a good moderator and uh, I I don't have any reason to doubt that. Moderators have an especially difficult job and most media are skewed a bit. Not to the extent that Candy Crowley was four years ago maybe. Uh, But I don't like any time that a moderator fact checks in the middle of a debate I think it's the responsibility of the debate participants to fact-check each other. And if they are unable to do so, then uh, just leave it to the fact-checkers after the debate is over. One of the things I think would be interesting is if future presidential debates had a panel of fact-checkers on the stage and we were able to have real-time fact-checking when candidates said something so candidates could say something, respond to each other and then we'd have a few minutes of fact checking and uh, that might clean up things a bit anyway, that's just my wishful thinking 
Um, Real Clear Politics poll this morning, this was, uh, I didn't see any bump at all in their electoral college poll. In other words, Clinton still holds a lead. Neither of the candidates uh, are anywhere near a majority anymore. Uh, the toss-ups or undecideds, not the true toss-ups like Ohio, Pennsylvania, and Florida, but the undecideds, too close to calls at this point, uh, maybe in second place. I don't know. It's a huge amount of electoral votes that are still in play, according to Real Clear Politics. But in one of their tracking polls, the NBC uh, news poll from September 19th to September 25th, which is six days of polling. What's interesting about this poll, there's two things. First of all, if you, if you follow these and pay attention to anything other than the final number, you know that polls are generally around the 800 to 1,200, 1,300 people surveyed. So the number of registered voters or number of likely voters or whatever that particular poll might be uh, is not usually a lot of people. It's maybe 750, might top out at 1,350, but it's in that... 1,000 plus or minus 200 range almost every time. Another significant number that people tend not to pay attention to is the margin of error number, which lets you know uh, that the poll could be wrong X number of percent percent in either direction. And in most, mostly, the smaller the sample, the larger the margin of error. The larger the sample, the smaller the margin of error. Uh, the thinking there is... If you survey more people, you have a better chance of getting the actual feel for uh, the voters. If you survey fewer people, you have a lesser chance of an accurate representation. This NBC News poll surveyed over 13,000 people, and it was by far the largest. And I don't mean like 13,000 to 12,000. I mean like 13,000 to 1,500 or something along that line, maybe 2,000 was the second largest uh, poll in this series. And uh, in this poll, another significant thing, uh, there were 13,598 voters uh, polled. The margin of error was only 1.1%. Now, if you look at most of the polls that are taken right now with either Trump leading by 1% or 2% or Clinton leading by 1% or 2%, Nearly every poll is within the margin of error, which statistically means it's a dead heat. You really cannot tell who's in the lead from a poll in which the difference is within the margin of error. And most polls that are being taken right now are in that 1,000 plus or minus 200 voter range, and virtually all of them are within the margin of error. This NBC News poll, in which 13,598 voters were surveyed had only a 1.1% margin of error. So that means it's very, very close. In this particular poll, Clinton was up plus seven. Clinton at 51%, Trump at 44%. And this is a recent poll, the the last date of which was the 25th, which I think was Sunday. So even though nobody seems to be talking about that particular poll, and there may be a reason that I don't know, uh, it was interesting to me that the the largest poll by, in terms of representation of voters surveyed with the smallest margin of error has Clinton up by the most percentage points. 
and it's only one of two polls in that whole series. There were about eight listed uh, that the results were outside the margin of error, and in both of those instances, Clinton was substantially in the lead. So who knows if that means anything? may not mean anything, but it was interesting to me. Uh, You may have missed yesterday, uh, unless you're just a geekazoid and have interest in this kind of thing, or you're a particular uh, Elon Musk fan. Uh, Elon Musk gave greater details as to his plan to populate the planet Mars. Yes, this was Elon Musk, not Isaac Asimov. Elon Musk did a press conference yesterday, uh, or at least a presentation in which a number of press were present, and laid out in some uh, generalities and some amount of detail as well his plan to populate Mars with as many as a million people and it looks like it's in his lifetime I think maybe he said the next 20 years or something like that Um, the goal is to use reusable rocket boosters to boost the travel unit into space the booster would then return to earth pick up a fuel payload, take that up, connect it to the, uh, refuel the the main travel unit, and then that main travel unit would use solar array, basically a a gigantic two fans, look like a uh, geisha girl flying through space, Uh, two gigantic fans of solar panels to... uh, help it travel from Earth's orbit, or just outside of Earth's orbit, to Mars uh, at a cruising rate of about 62,000 miles an hour, if I read that correctly. Anyway, it's fascinating, especially in light of the fact that uh, there's almost nothing more dangerous than space travel as far as the need for 100% part cooperation. And... uh, Musk's SpaceX has not been flawless in this regard. So he's a long way from getting a million people to Mars. Uh, But it's interesting to watch the thinking that goes on, the the conceptualizing that is behind uh, what he wants to do, how he... um, It it reminds me of the series uh, from a number of years ago. Um, Gosh... I'm going to butcher this for sure. Kim, someone, was the author. like Red Planet, Green Planet, Blue Planet. And it was uh, about populating Mars and uh, changing the atmosphere or at least building large enough bio biodomes to where plants could be grown, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So since the atmosphere of Mars is uh, largely methane, Musk theorizes that... Uh, fuel could be created on the planet once a, a, an inhabitable city is created fuel could be created on the planet that would then allow travel back and forth uh, to earth from Mars with some fuel being prepared on Mars itself so it's a uh, it's a huge huge speculative plan and it'll be interesting to watch it unfold if you're not keeping an eye on that um, Jeff Bezos may in, uh, from Amazon may eventually be involved with his rocket ship company. And uh, it's just kind of fun to watch these guys who've got the money to do it and don't have to wait on government grants for everything. They obviously are doing some government contracts, but uh, willing to fund it out of their own pockets to some degree uh, to see these things happen is just uh, rather interesting to watch. So you might want to keep an eye on that kind of stuff. Thanks for listening, uh, especially in my 
hiatus of things taking place. I really appreciate everyone who tunes in. Thanks to my buddy Todd Littleton at Pathological for continually encouraging me and uh, never sending me dirty emails uh, about why I haven't recorded lately. The Fourth Estate is a production of Roundtable Media Group. If you like information about how to host your own podcast, please don't hesitate to email me, marty at roundtablemediagroup.com, and I'll be happy to uh, give you some information in that regard. Or if you'd like to advertise across all of our podcasts and blogs at Roundtable, then uh, it's very reasonable, and you can get a lot of interactions for a very fair amount of money. So same email address, marty at roundtablemediagroup.com, and just let me know. And as always, I hope you have a fantastic day.